0: Oh, no. I'm a <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanza, with me, forever and always, the man, the myth, the haptopod. <laughs> Alessandro Belsi. Say hello, Al.
1: <laughs> now I'm finally starting to get the theme, I think. Yeah. This is what you were referring to. No. No?
0: This is something else entirely. Oh, okay. For the. For well, Hello. That, thank you. The <laughs> listeners are waiting. You're so rude. Um our main topic for this episode is going to be arrival. We uh hopped into that one recently and had some nice things to say about it, so we thought we'd do an episode on it. But first, what are we drinking?
1: Uh I hope you're ready because we're going to be going fully down the rabbit hole here on this uh go this deep. beer. Yeah, we're going to go we're going to go balls deep on this beer because um as you know, like I enjoy like the uh the kind of information and some of the backstory that comes on with this beer. This is kind of like a special release type of beer. So, um, I'm going to read the whole thing and give it its due. Do it. Do um, it. So, what we have here is from Stone Brewery. Fantastic craft brewery. Um, and this is their Stochasticity Project. That's a Stochasticity. Uh, and the beer itself is called Grainiac.
0: <laughs> I like it, the name.
1: It's a multi-grain ale dry hopped with Cascade and Centennial hops. So... They give you a little definition of stochasticity. Centennial hops. <laughs> what is a centennial hop? Uh, it's just a specific strain of hop. It's a pretty know. common, like hop. Um, flag, I remember. I like feel guess. like
0: you. Yeah, you mentioned it at some other point.
1: Yeah, oh. you'll hear that one pretty often. It's, it's used pretty frequently, and so is uh, so is Cascade.
0: Cascade, it, yeah.
1: Um, so uh, there's.
0: NPH talks about that on the Heineken commercial. Does he? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cascade you're hops. right. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no happenstance or coincidence. Dumb luck is a fallacy, and randomness a commonly accepted mistruth. Much of what seemingly falls into place, yet seems so natural, is a result of stochasticity, a concept embraced and exalted by this special and unpredictable series of beers, where exotic notions, ingredients, and ideas coalesce at an interesting and often unexpected endpoint. Hmm. It's our little note on stochasticity. So, on the beer itself, shining a light on rare, unexplored grains with a dry hopped malt bomb.
0: Malt bomb? <laughs>
1: that's, what that's how they're building this beer. So this one was controversial. The brewing team suggested the name, a reference to a variety show commercial parody. They thought it was hilarious. The boss said, no way am I going to let a beer be named that. (laughs) So the boss shut it down. (laughs) Hard. More names were floated. For a while it was Multigrains of Truth. Then Lit It Green. (laughs) The last one, the final one, was Grainiac. The brewing team was okay with it, but only okay. I like Grainiac. Marketing was fine with it. At this point they just wanted a decision made. Sales? They groaned at each of them. Boring. <laughs> just reading what's here. <laughs> Finally, at a sales meeting, they corralled the boss. Boss said, I got your back. I'm not going to ask you to go out and sell a beer called Colin Blow. <laughs> Crickets. Then someone spoke up, but we like that name. It's hilarious. <laughs> the boss just floored. Okay, fine. I'll give you, I'll give in. You, you're the one selling it. So if you want a name, you want that name, so be it. Then the onslaught began from the name-haters. The name-lovers were equally loud. Rumble. Quandary. <laughs> Again, I'm just reading. The, I'm just this picking up great. what they put down this here. This is
0: all on the side of the bottle. Yeah. I love this. Uh,
1: uh, the boss asked Other Boss, a.k.a. co-founder slash partner, for his view the response. I think it's pretty funny. Plus, the beer is awesome. And so it was done.
0: <laughs> and so, it was beer.
1: <laughs> so the hop varieties they give us in this are... Cascade and Centennial, and, uh, as well as Columbus and Chinook, also two pretty common uh, hop varieties. Um, the malt Chinook. varieties. Chinook. Chinook. Like, like the helicopter, mm. or, you know, whatever. Uh, malt varieties. Uh, since, <laughs> since, this is, since this is the Grainiac, which is mm. showing off all the different grains, you have Turo Pale.
0: <laughs> Spoiler, no grains. <laughs> odd, odd drink, actually. <laughs>
1: the we are talking about are the grains of wood, uh, which is why this beer is so chunky. Um,
0: chunky is an interesting word for a beer.
1: Yeah, it's not a good one. Although, if you remember... The, um,
0: last, the last episode. Do
1: you remember that... Was it... Um, was it, uh, I think, a lotto commercial from about 10, 15 years ago uh, uh, on the radio about this guy who won the lotto and he always wanted to brew his own beer and he <laughs> didn't know the first thing about beer so he starts adding all of the different things that he thinks go into beer. Right. And... They do like we do at the start of this, where they crack open a can of beer, and they pour it, and you hear it like, glug, glug, oh, glug, gross. and it says the, first, the world's first ever chunky beer. <laughs> so, oh, man. So the, the malt varieties getting back on track are two-row <laughs> white wheat, grouse-malted millet, grouse-malted buckwheat.
0: Watch your mouth.
1: <laughs> Caraway. if you want me to watch my mouth, you're going to love the golden naked oats,
0: Ooh.
1: and triticale. <laughs> So, uh, a malt bomb, if you will.
0: A malt bomb, indeed. Cheers. Pretty color. Oh, yeah.
1: Good solid beer. Ah. Yeah. It sounds like you like this better than I the like last one. I
0: like this two. one. Yeah. My immediate reaction wasn't, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or, well, I'm not going to dump it, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I like this one. Um. All I can all I can think about is is chunky beer though right now, <laughs> that's, that, <laughs> that's concerning. And you're really glad it's you're th- not th- chewing on this beer. It's, it's a thick beer. It right.
1: is thick. Um,
0: th- I guess that's that maltiness. So fully liquidy. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. There, not not at all chunky.
1: There are no solids that I've identified.
0: <laughs> Goes without saying, not sponsored.
1: <laughs> not sponsored at all. Um, nor will we ever be Mm-mm. because they're on the west coast.
0: I like it though. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this a good. This beer is good. <laughs>
1: Good, I'm glad because uh, you had me a little worried. The last couple of ones we had been it's okay. anywhere between like,
0: hey, it's about time. We had some. To,
1: okay, to yeah. uh, I don't really like this very much.
0: Yeah, the last the last two were were odd for me. The one before that I liked though. Yeah, ain't nothing like that holiday soy. Actually, it is kind of like the holiday soy. <laughs> there's in... flavor, this flavors in there that I that I recognize. S- That's soy sauce. Soy sauce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, poison like... sauce. <laughs> <sale>. <laughs>
1: Actually, I don't, I mean, outside of, no, none of these, none of these are, are in the Holiday Soysdale. None of these malts are. None Put of, them all together, not though. one. When combine say, the powers of with,
0: with our powers combined, <laughs> we're just beer.
1: Alright, let's get into the uh, the sixth part of this flicks. Oh, wait.
0: Nope. <laughs> Done with that. Moving on. I mean the flicks part of this. <laughs> i <laughs> <Wait> about it. <laughs> um, so That's not what happened. The, uh, the flicks part is going to be about a rival.
1: Really? After all of that, it took me a minute. F- it took me a minute. This is, this is no. This is Ron Burgundy making it tits McGee, and she says, she handles it. With, she handles it with a plum. Yeah, and she and you know,
0: shut me down. she how react?
1: Oh, tits McGee's on vacation. I'm Veronica Carningstone, and then Ron goes, <laughs> and, I'm and I'm tits. tits. I'm Ron. Uh. <laughs>
0: I love that scene. Um, so, we're here to talk about Arrival. Uh, we finally arrived at the topic of Arrival. Right. Which, I don't know if you recall, it was up this year for Best Picture. Not to bring it back to yeah. our Best Picture talks. Well,
1: it does Well, I mean, I, I don't mind that because we yeah. discussed how we wanted to see it and just didn't get a chance at the yeah. time, and we finally made up for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Overall, this is the non spoiler part of the movie. Overall, we good want, movie. I suggest you go see it.
1: Yeah, really good. Uh, go a,
0: see it. Go, go pick it up. Go yeah, rent it's, it. It's on Redbox. Don't go just see it because you could probably sit on your couch and get it.
1: Yeah, it's on Redbox. Uh, I mean, that's where I saw it. Like R.I.P. Blockbuster. <laughs> and uh, it's on demand too, I'm pretty sure. So if it's on Redbox, it's got to be on yeah. uh, on demand. Um, I mean, I,
0: I rented it on Prime. Okay, I on
1: Prime. so. Um, yeah, definitely go and see this because it is really good. It is thought-provoking. It's the type of movie that... It was unexpectedly good. Yes. In my opinion. Um... It's one of those, like, slow burn type that I really like, that sort of suspense angle where it's not just dripping with, like, oh my god, is there a jump scare coming up or something? Well, which there is a couple of shocking moments, right? sure But, no, it's, it's the idea of...
0: They tackle fear in a good way in this movie, an interesting way.
1: Fear on the micro and macro level, yeah. right? You know... All the different types of fear that are associated with the human condition, associated with the human, associated associated with the human condition. So, if we want to if we want to do it this way, um, which which I agree with, by the way, um, non spoiler before we get mm-hmm. spoiler, um, let's get to the the whole communication thing because it sounds like that's something we want to talk about a lot. It is because we don't can think talk we... about a lot on the front end without being spoiler Yes. Can come back okay. Yeah. To that's that's fair. We later. can do that.
0: Um. That make, that makes sense. And also, just a so basically, just a just a quick. I'm sorry, I heard the beeping in the background. There's a truck moving somewhere. Yes. Um, the quick thing. So this movie is Hawkeye and Lois Lane talking. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that's Mar- it. Marvel DC crossover. Got it. First time ever. On the big screen, <laughs> but um, yeah, so communication, which is like the underlying theme throughout this entire yeah, the, the nature
1: movie. of communication and how we succeed and how we fail, and what the stakes and the costs of are right. in those cases, whether you succeed or fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great because I think it was you know it's revealed through the human alien. This is not a spoiler if you don't know that this is about aliens. I yeah. I don't know what promotional material you saw. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they don't. I they talk that big rock. <laughs> well, <laughs> admittedly, they don't show the alien rock movie in the trailers. <laughs> but if you haven't gotten the idea that this is a spaceship that's landed on Earth, right. then I don't know what you were watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, but it's funny because the idea here is, right, we're learning about humans trying to make first contact with an alien species that's landed on Earth. But. That's not really what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. The movie's about revealing the nature of which we interact with each other. Yeah. And how... We how
0: wonderful and or catastrophic miscommunication or, posit- or... Communication. Yeah, communication could be.
1: And And how crazy it is that... As this is unveiled over the course of the relationship between... The main character, Amy Adams' character... Um, who's, sorry, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. There's um, no internet. There's no internet. We're lost without uh, it. <laughs> uh, Louise Banks is Amy Adams' character's name. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Ian is, the, is Jeremy Renner. Is yes,
1: right? Ian Donnelly. Um, so we see her relationship forming with the aliens. Mm. Not really a spoiler alert. Um, and how that, despite how much they struggle, is easier than communicating with other human beings yeah who yeah. languages we understand who we have a basis of comparison with even with the broader global approach that this is kind of revealing is how like international strife is right mm-hmm. you, know, the, you look at the hotspots around the globe and how our governments interact with each other right. and there's a basis we understand each other's language there's some translational and cultural differences but they're still humans and we can't talk to each other But we could talk to an alien who has no knowledge of our language and culture. And we have no knowledge of theirs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We just... People suck. Yeah. That's the basis of our... But the
1: thing is... The thing that's crazy, I think, about this movie is...
0: People suck to each other. (laughs)
1: The the premise of the movie is people suck. (laughs) But in the end, you realize that it's not too late for us to change that.
0: Yeah. It It was... there's a lot of there's a lot of cool, like cool little themes throughout that without spoil spoiling, it's, yeah. hard, it's hard to talk about. Um, so before we get into it, just again reiterating if you're into if you're into um, a thinker of a movie, not necessarily like that you need to think to get through the movie, but it's one of those ones that kind of sits with you afterwards. And yeah, you think it's gonna about make you that think
1: about life in general.
0: It's a yeah, it's it's one of those. It's a good. I, I really enjoyed it. I was I was taken by surprise because I didn't expect it to be as good as it ended up yeah being.
1: and and I mean if we're talking here and you're thinking oh it's a movie about people talking to each other that sounds boring it's really it's, really not it's not if, it's, it's exciting like, like the 50,000 foot view of this movie is it's about people learning how to talk to each other and that doesn't sound super interesting yeah I promise you that it is right. <laughs> I promise like, you that the way that they show you this it really is
0: mm-hmm. it's up uh, yeah So so go see it and with that we will dive into spoilers a bit I'm a a lot. Do it. Um, Nitty gritty. The other part of that communication is, I'm. Wait,
1: sorry. We're, 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 the spoiler is done. We're going.
0: We're going for it. Um, I was gonna. I was actually just gonna jump right into the fact that there's there's elements of of time travel, in thought.
1: Yeah, which is that took me a while to wrap my head around during the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we find out that the the
1: and the way we get to that reveal.
0: Yeah, that was really well done. But there's the the communication pattern of these aliens is. Can
1: we stick with communication for a bit? Circular. Before we get to that, Uh, I mean, like uh, we can kind of circularly get in and out of this whole thing. But uh, I definitely want to harp on, continue harping on the the communication aspect of this. Yes, absolutely. Um, Well, well, that's
0: so keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. So the their communication. Um. Yeah, we'll get into the the time travelly aspect of it, which is not really time travel, but in a way that whatever. We'll get down there. But it's the whole point is their communication is, um, like, circular. And it's not something that makes sense to us. Yes. Right off the bat. And it doesn't make sense for a while throughout the movie to the point where you're almost... You you, you stay semi-confused about it until, like, it really finally settles and makes sense. And I think that's what was cool about it, uh, for me, with the languages, is that it's not just another language. It's another way of communicating. It's not... And it's it's not not just... that;
1: It's an entirely, to this point, to us, un believable form of thought process hmm? that you have to fundamentally alter the way that you think right in order to embrace this level of communication yeah
0: in, in other movies you see like symbols cool and other movies you'll see that there's like telepathic communication great in this one it's an it's it's not telepathic, and it is symbols, but the symbols are not your straightforward symbol. It's very different. Yes. And that was a really, it was a really cool, just a, just a new way of thinking about and communication the idea, in general.
1: the idea of a universal language, right? Yeah. That's something that, like, they certainly didn't confirm that, but the way I read it is almost as if this isn't their language.
0: Right. Right? That's how it seemed. Um, this is like the an, advanced, but maybe the an advanced language. Maybe
1: on the surface of it, you, know, you well they're teaching it to them, and mm-hmm. that's the way they think and speak. So that's, that's it. Yeah, I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think it's something that like if they've found like the number pi, mm-hmm. that, or like the number phi, like they found a universal constant and have embraced and accepted it as their own, and are trying to get other species who they see potential in to do the same
0: maybe yeah that, about for me it's like uh, you might not know too much about programming languages but you go from from binary which is very simple but like if you want to achieve something great in that it's it's tons and tons of things that you probably wouldn't be able like tons and tons of, of single digits that you probably couldn't handle in a lifetime at this point to do stuff like write something directly in binary so you come up with Assembly language, which is built on top of that, which will compile down into it, and then we come up with these high-level languages that allow you to to Interface go even further. And that's that's how this feels because their what their their way of communicating is not just words; it's phrases, it's emotions, it's everything, all at once. And it's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, but it's it, that's what it is. It's a it's a like if you were to consider English a super high-level language, this is way beyond well, that. Well, see, I think
1: that's the point is that, th- that this proves that. That any of the spoken languages or written languages that we have on Earth are the equivalent of the assembler language. Right. And that this is the entry of the high level that gives you the power to do that sort of thing or anything that yeah. you could possibly imagine, right? Um, where when we started at the dawn of our consciousnesses with, you know, grunts and cave drawings is the your machine language, right? And then yeah. you have the assembler language of. <laughs> the, uh. <yeah. laughs> um, That's a one. Yeah. No sound is a zero. <laughs> <laughs> um and the sense that um that like la- that this form of their language is timeless because everything even though you know you hear people who think they're very philosophical time's a construct sure yes and no I get it um that nothing obeys the quote unquote laws of time but we do it's because we need that point of reference to uh, have any ability to communicate and understand each other and mm-hmm. um, And this, you know, so the past, present, and future need to be clearly delineated for us to understand each other when we're referencing or trying to do anything. But with them, the time was no longer the most important factor. Time is a constant to them. The whole time is constant. It allows you to see anything along that timeline, which, like you said, it's not time travel, but the ability to see the future. And this is where I remember... I brought up to you when we were discussing this a little bit uh, actually last night before not even the pre-show uh, <laughs> the idea of the Matrix Right in uh, the second one um, uh, Reloaded um, when yeah. he's discussing <laughs> <laughs> when he's discussing with the Oracle the nature of his ability to see the future Right and <laughs> you wonder like how or why he's been given to this ability um, although his future site is, is within the Matrix so there is that basis of it's within the universe that he's plugged into. So if you wanna go with the set the fact that maybe he can read the code and the way it's all leading and he can see where it's funneling, he can see farther ahead than most other people can, right? Right. But there's the idea of she tells him when he's he says, you know, I can't see past Trinity falling off the building, I don't know if she lives or dies. Mm-hmm. She says, We can only see as far as the choices that we understand. Right. So you've made a choice and you don't understand it yet, and that's why you can't see past it. Yeah. And it's like, I they tackle thought that, was, that really well in this movie. Right? Like, I thought that was really similar to this Is the whole point is your understanding of the language, because we see that whole thing, you know. Remember, we're guys, we're fully in spoilers here. She can't see past the conversation with her daughter why her husband left. Yeah. And when she finally understands that, as she's explaining to her, that. She well, she doesn't explain to her that she has a disease, but she explains that that conversation happened with the disease and she realizes, Oh, that's how I fucked this up. Right. I told him that our daughter is gonna die way yeah, ahead of the time. Way ahead of- and she understands the choice that she had made, and now that she understands that she can see past it to where that goes from there. Yeah. So the the whole idea of like choice and understanding the choice on this nonlinear timeline, um, and how that all like ends up and like that's that's the log- that's the logical progression is understanding the choices as opposed to understanding the point in time. Mm-hmm. I thought was kind of a cool way to look at it. Yeah. Um. But that wasn't the only thing that, that we had just like that we were interested by with the whole communication thing. You were really interested about the power of yeah communication and what this talks about.
0: Yeah, the power. So there's the power and, and responsibility specifically, like kind of together. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just touch they are you like they yeah. together. Sure. The responsibility portion because there's a scene in the movie where. She exp- like she tells the story about the word kangaroo, mm-hmm. where we were trying to interact with these aborigines in Australia and pointing at this kangaroo and asking, "What is that? What is that?" It's funny
1: when you first brought it up the kangaroo thing, I was like, it was like really drawing a blank, and once yeah. I thought about it, I found, it, I was like, "Oh, that's right." She told the. The, like the kind of like the the parable of yeah. like this sort of situation. So like
0: she's pointing at this animal, asking like trying to ask what it is, and they're saying kangaroo, and she says so that it's called kangaroo. But they find out years later that what they meant was I don't understand what you're saying, it's <laughs> really funny because and then and then she, then the guy walks out of the room. He um, he gets like the, the point that she's trying to make. Like this, we she can't was we telling, can't. She's push... she
1: telling Donnelly this or, Tim or Ian Donnelly. No, genre? she was telling um, Forrest Whitaker.
0: The Forrest Whitaker, you're right. Uh, the Forrest Whitaker type, now. <laughs> the, the the I himself. Wow, <laughs> um, She was, tell- she That's was telling so him. Up. <laughs> she was telling him. And uh, the whole point was she was like, she doesn't want to rush attempting to understand that communication because otherwise you will miscommunicate, which is a big thing. Yeah. And, and, so, and a big thing
1: in general and in the movie specifically. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. And so, but the, what's, the, this is where responsibility comes in. As soon as he walks out of the room, uh. Ian, the Jeremy Renner character, says something to her, and she's like, yeah, like, that wasn't, that wasn't true. Like, she's straight up lying. And that was, that was a bold move. She's doing it for the greater good, but there was an impact there, like you're like there's this basis this lie there that that could be potentially catastrophic if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things yeah because they're, they're building to...
1: their whole foundation on top of this unsteady yes ground.
0: exactly which is which is concerning yes but like she genuinely believes that she's in the right and like she came up with this story seemingly on the fly also how conniving are you that was interesting uh- <laughs> so so
1: now this part actually maybe you'll remember a little better because i'm forgetting that story that she told was that right after, like, the first or second time they talked to the aliens? I believe so. Because, uh, as you were talking about it, I was thinking, was that at the point where she started... Because it's a big reveal when he asks her whether or not she's starting to think Yeah. in that language. Yeah. Because that's when we're kind of clued in more to the implications... Um, not the implication in the Always Sunny <laughs> matter. <laughs> because of the implication. <laughs> but the implications of what this could mean. Really, that's the first time we're getting introduced to it. So, but yeah. this is before that then. Yes. That's this, what I thought, this is early on. But I wasn't 100% the, yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. This is early on. Um, and now, it's funny because I had this this annoying thing that was bothering me. Um, about the Because com- like, this whole thing is about communication. Yeah. And I don't know if this was like trying to... Maybe it was trying to hit on some metal level. But I actually took a note down that just said sound... Mixing and editing Mm. towards the end before we started talking about this because I wanted to bring some sound mixing, sound mixing, (laughs) because I I wanted to talk about it and then because it bothered me and then I realizing realizing now in the midst of this conversation, it might be relevant. So there's when they first go into the ship, Mm -hmm. there's these strange loud noises here and there,
1: yes, throughout
0: it, and it annoyed the hell out of me because it was not clear to me. Is this just a sound effect for editing purpose in general? Like is it just there, like for the move for the person watching the movie? Or is it something they're hearing in the movie? Right. Like and it, it was not clear. It never was clear. And I don't know if that was intentional. And then there's actually other parts in the movie where the sound drowns out the vocals. So like you can't actually hear certain things that people are saying.
1: See, that's the thing that's a problem I have in general with movie watching. And that's why I I, don't remember having that issue watching
0: this movie. Yeah, like that. Well, I had I had a couple of big problems with that throughout this movie, and specifically like the random sounds when they were in the ship. Because like, why are you making these sounds if they're not making these sounds? Some
1: of it's definitely mood sounds and music, but not all of it. But but the
0: way when it comes into play, it's like if this whole movie is about communication, like. What are you doing? Because you're fucking me up right now. Like, that's that's what's hap- that's what that was like what I was getting at. Like I was like listening to it. I was like, wait, is this is this happening? And they don't they they don't seem concerned at all. So I'm like, no, it's not. Like if I was in the room and the thing was like, ah like I would jump <laughs> and they're just like walking through, like no big deal. And like that that was that was curious.
1: Yeah, um I guess like I could say yeah, I didn't I didn't have any such experience with it, so I'm not a hundred percent sure what you're referring to. There was definite choices made in the audio like mixing and stuff like that uh-huh. like like there was both from like the mood standpoint like the, some of it is supposed to be the music and the sounds are almost like a character and in the, into themselves um and then just kind of just general backing stuff too but yeah i don't i'm, I'm, not, I'm just not i'm just
0: curious now thinking back on it if that if that was intentional if it was cool that's a subtle little thing. And if we picked up on it, that's great. That's <laughs> awesome. But if it's not, it was just annoying. Yeah. Like, so I mean, it-,
1: it could be just the sense of to disorient you in the same way that they're disoriented in right.
0: the ship. So either it was a really cool mechanic or a really shitty sound. <laughs> so that, that's that. Or you. But gotta, I think it was up for sound editing. Or so you, yeah. <laughs> or, or you got
1: to tweak the settings on your surround sound. Maybe some. Oh, I did that a couple of times <laughs> to make sure it wasn't me. It wasn't. It wasn't me.
0: And then I put on. Then I put subtitles on, and they were skipping over certain parts that I couldn't hear. Really? The subtitles that's were, weird. and I was wondering either one, my system. It is was not, weird. Is very it was confused. weird
1: editing. They were using. It was like when you bleep out a curse word. Mm-hmm. They were using that. Since you couldn't hear those <laughs> lies. Yeah, that
0: was that, that was interesting. I i I really like I want to believe because I really did enjoy the movie. I want to believe that that was intentional because that would make me feel good about it. Especially if I uncovered that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Really don't think that's the case. Uh, I really think it might have just been bad.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, before um, since we were talking about uh, the kind of the dual nature of power, power. and responsibility, yeah. um, the power of this communication. Uh, which I think there's kind of like two ways or two different like branches to talk about with this. Um, start with a little bit of like the more mundane version of it, which is the power of the choices made and the communication between the humans when dealing with this. So remember there was, was it like nine or 11 ships or something 12. like that? Twelve. Twelve ships. Twelve ships that landed mm-hmm. around the world. Um, and the one that we hear the most about is the one in China.
0: Yeah, and Russia, right? Or But mostly yeah. China,
1: because it's the General Shang yeah. character most, yeah, that we hear sure. the most about, because they're the ones that they say, like... For instance, like there was one that landed, I think, in Venezuela, and there was one that landed somewhere in Africa. I don't remember. It might have been Nigeria. Mm. Um, it, was one, it was some African nation. I don't remember what which one. Um, and how they were taking the lead of the Chinese, whatever the Chinese were yes. saying they were going to do is the posture they were holding themselves. And this is the whole microcosm of what the story is trying to tell, right? That you would think that we'd be able to put aside our petty differences with, Oh, there's aliens. Yeah. Um, and it's something that when I was younger, the kind of the rise of alien movies, like talking about independence day, uh, and stuff like that. I didn't really think about because, you know, I was six and not, you know, sophisticated enough thinker to think about this sort of thing. But, Where it was driven home to me more was in the movie Signs, with the idea that if an alien ship lands on Earth, we're already losing if there's a battle. Right. Because if they can get here, and we can't... We have pretty damn good telescopes and other sort of scanning systems. Right. We missed that. If we can't (laughs) tell where they're from, that means that their technology is so sophisticated that they can either A, hide themselves from us, or B, travel distances so far that we can't see... Mm-hmm. Um and it's a triviality for them, which means that if it comes to war, they're going to kick our asses and not think twice Yeah. so the fact that humanity is still going to fight petty battles over who gets to tell who what and what we're going to withhold from each other under these sorts of circumstances is really concerning um, and that's where you talk about like the power of communication the, our active choice is to keep every breakthrough that's made with these aliens the Americans try and put forth a good faith effort with the other nations of the world saying, hey, this is what we learned, and they won't trade back what they've learned. Right. Which is a central plot point here, right? Because the, the Chinese adopt an aggressive posture. They're going to attack the aliens. Right. And we're like, no, why are you doing that? We're making progress, and they haven't done anything untowards towards us yet. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, outside of that one weird thing about we're going to give you weapons, or we want your, what was, what was the was so, that... So, yeah, Abort and Costello. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. So laughs> that's not going cre- to die. Credit where
0: credit's due. So there's uh, Abbott and Costello are our, are our aliens. Yes. The aliens in the in the U.S. <laughs> um, and they... I'm trying to remember exactly what the line was. So Abbott and Costello, they, they're communicating with Jeremy Renner and Ian and Louise. I'll give them their character names here. Yes. Uh, and they say, offer weapon.
1: Yes. That was the, the, the first time that... that um, it was Banks, right? Is her name. Um, yeah, Louise Banks. Yeah. Um, has the confidence to finally broach the topic. Because that was something she talked about for a long time. Once they made peaceful contact and spoke to them.
0: She didn't have the confidence to do it at that point. They no, 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 no. That's to. what I'm
1: saying is it took her month or two yeah. to have the confidence to finally ask the question, why are you here? Yeah. What are you? What are your intentions?
0: Right, but like I said, she didn't have the confidence to do it. They forced her to ask the question.
1: Okay, but either way, the yeah. point was she pushed back hard up yeah. until that point. Mm-hmm. She finally gave in.
0: Yeah, she because she realized like what was being communicated. Yes. by the other super the powers that be, uh, and they were gonna fuck stuff up if yes. we don't get answers. So, yeah, because yeah. they were gonna
1: replace her with a new lead.
0: Uh, yeah, so they so Evan and Costello they're talking to, to them and they say offer weapon and the military men in the room are like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> they're gonna kill us. Like, like we gotta, they're here to fight us. Because
1: and- even the most optimistic of them are like, they're gonna offer us a weapon?
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Or do they want
1: us to offer them a weapon? Right. Or, uh, and, then, and
0: then she goes, well, they go back down. Is that down. a challenge?
1: One of them said that that's is that the, a ch- yeah. Is that a challenge?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's like, that's bad communication. That's yes. miscommunication that can go but you can under- wrong. But you
1: can totally understand it too, right? Like, offer a weapon? Like, draw swords?
0: Yeah. Like, right? like Right. So they, so if she gets back down, they're like, they're like freaking out. You heard them offer weapon, blah, blah, blah. They're gonna kill us, blah, 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 all this stuff. And she's like, They haven't killed us yet. Weapon could mean tool. We don't know their entire language yet. Relax! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, so they, they Abigail Castell say offer weapon, and she's like, Maybe it's Tool. And he goes, Tool? Are you sure it's not weapon? like they want to kill us? They say weapon. Weapon, they're gonna use it against us. They're gonna kill us. Like, no, maybe they just wanna teach us something. Maybe they wanna give us a tool or give us a weapon. Who's on first?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <Our base! laughs> that's and that is yes, it's perfect. That is exactly oh God, like, that's what
0: happened there. Like and it's I think that's I I imagine that's, that's why that's they the call that.
1: That's a situation in like, the 1950s movie, yeah. where, where like, the, the guy slaps the woman for being too hysterical. Or, yeah. Clue, you know, yeah. I had to stop the screaming. If <laughs> she would have turned around and smacked him upside oh, the head I love and it, said it, I right. had to stop the, the rambling or right. whatever, you know, would have been perfect. <laughs> Although, while there was a couple of like kind of funny, quirky lines in this, not that sort of movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, but that's, I mean... That was the that was the big one, right it was yeah. the it was the weapon could it be tool could it be weapon like are they offering is are they here peacefully yes is the is the biggest question and in it's funny because like the military guys are like there to think like okay, we need to be very defensive about this and she's like what you brought up earlier. If they wanted to kill us, they we'd be it. dead. Like yes. unless they're just here to fuck with us and have game, like play games, like
1: look at them all scurry around. Yeah, look yeah, at them. I can't, wait, so I can't wait to blast them. Apart. It's just like it's... it's just like
0: a little kid looking at an anthill. Yes. Yeah.
1: In the moments before they turn on the uh, the magnifying glass, there. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Look at them. Look at them all running. It's no, funny. They don't even that's know what's key. about to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna burn them. Fire, <laughs> <There's just>
0: fire <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um...
1: And I thought like the whole concept of them trying to broach the topic... Of, not even the topic. To get to the point of even one simple word, one point of commonality. Like, we have enough trouble communicating with people around the world whose languages we have a basis to translate for. Mm-hmm. Um, and with them, there's not one shred of commonality that we can find. They're from... They could, they could be from different solar system. It could be from different star cluster. They could be from a different galaxy. Like, you... And the physiology and the culture that could be, they could have had every single word in common with us in English, and every one of those words might have meant a word that's different right. than what we meant them to be. So, even the first step of trying to introduce or extract one word from them, mm-hmm. or one symbol in the case that they didn't have, you know, speech like that we have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where does it start? Yeah. Like, even if you're like, say something as simple as, oh, I have a chair maybe they don't sit down you like like, there's no like and even something as simple as me when you're pointing and she says like me or like her name well what are you saying to her is it me is it my name yeah human is it girl like what what are those those are just the four of many options she's like she's like taps she's like is it she's like louise
0: and then ian's like ian and then they write something on the wall and they're like we don't have time for this shit. I that's what i yes. In three thousand years, we're gonna die, and you are showing me how fucked up this whole situation is.
1: Which I want to get to that in yeah. a bit too. The, the whole idea of yep. them seeing the future right. because of their understanding, and, and that's the whole us point. I am not ready for that yet yeah. um, because I still want to run with this thing. I said to you, what this reminded me so much of the whole, the idea of first contact with an alien species, and and what protocols you observe and where you start in such a ridiculously misguided situation where, like, I don't have even one small iota of something, like, basis for comparison and and comparability here. Mm -hmm. Um, And it reminded me a lot of playing the Mass Effect series of games where you initially have some basis where there's all these alien species, and the technology aspect of that, I thought, is really cool. So the way it works is they have these software programs that have preloaded you know when we we, i I, i've already seen some of the beginning of that on our own phones now where like you can listen to something Mm -hmm. and it'll kick back to you the the definitions or like the uh the meanings of it and that gets it wrong a lot sure and it doesn't operate in real time there's a big time lag whereas something like mass effect takes place in the future um and you're on the galactic plane and you it is nearly in real time downloads what the person's or the creature is saying. Translates, translates it with it, inflection. Translates it with inflection, yeah. uploads it in emulated voice that you have some idea, some context for what the person Such is saying. Such a cool saying. concept. And it's funny because even that has pivoted in with the newest release of Mass Effect Andromeda where we travel to a new galaxy. Mm-hmm. And you're going through this exact situation and you run through the same problems. They, hurt, they jump over that hurdle faster, but you run into your first alien species and it's you hear them yelling in don't understand the word fucking one and you have the top end translating programs trying to make some attempt and seeing like what are they referencing what are they saying and you go through it's a cool thing you said you started the game too right mm-hmm. like the whole first mission you don't understand a word that the alien said yeah which is a is a cool thing and then they, they ha- show how that handles on with the game
0: right, cool. further say, on that's about as far as I got
1: so yeah so between that species and another one um, they show an example of good and bad first contact and how the translations ultimately work, so we can get a point of commonality to communicate, even right. if we don't necessarily agree on things. Whereas this one, and it's it, it shows that on a much slower like timeline, right? Because it takes them a month or two months, whatever it was, for them to get to the point of why are you here? Mm-hmm. You spent weeks in Louise Chair Apple. You know, yeah. <laughs> Abbott and Costello, yeah. right? Like, how long it took to do something like that. I thought that sort of thing was handled really well, having this one other medium that kind of tackles that sort of thing. And it's like, you understand, even you and me both speak English, and we've known each other since both of us had conscious thought, yeah. you know, being that we're cousins and all. And there's still going to be times where we... There's still times Dude, now where we don't understand each other. I'm hard you of know hearing. I mean? if, if, um, <laughs> if, we're,
0: if we're in a bar and, like, someone comes up to me and asks... me Like, a waiter comes up and asks a question. Sometimes I don't hear a word you say. And I feel like we speak two different languages. Right? I have no idea how to react. And... If, if I, I... Am I going to... Because I, I also don't want to insult somebody. I always... I hate to insult. So, like... I'm like... I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And it's like...
1: It's all, like and you think about it like, you know, the the two people who live in the tri-state area for most of their lives who speak the same language and are of roughly the same age and culture and understanding and education mm-hmm. can still quite often misunderstand each sure. other. And then you extrapolate that out further to talking to someone in China right. or Russia, how different those things are. Well, they're still humans and we underst- understand each other even less. Yeah. And the idea of trying to understand a well, it go- you creature can even that has... Zero cultural basis that's the same right. as yours. Zero physiologic, physiological basis that's similar to yours, and completely different worldview. You. you see uh, the the whole thing with their language, that the way they think non-linearly. That's as far from it's, it's an apple and orange a comparison as you can come up with, and two living creatures.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's like trying to talk to a dog, mm-hmm. except the dog's really <laughs> smart.
0: Woof woof.
1: God, <laughs> that's on fire! Like that's <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs>
0: oh man. No, it, yeah, this really it's really interesting. Like that's what I'm saying, like this movie sticks with you after the fact cuz you're thinking about how complicated the scenario is. Um talking about there's like all all the communication issues in general. So like Jer- Jeremy, yes. Jeremy Renner, Ian mm-hmm. uh his character uh we brought up uh, before this show, we were talking a little bit about it, how he, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue.
1: No, I was surprised a little. And when that. he
0: does have dialogue, at least twice, he mentions how he's bad at communicating, which I was like, that, like that's where like it drew, drove it home for me. Like the first time he said that, I was like, that's what this whole movie's about, isn't it? Yep. And then it, it was. And um,
1: Although, to be fair to him, because I feel like that's, that, not that you're dismissing him, but that even no. the movie kind of almost, but he's the one who makes the breakthrough with... That's the whole language. The the closest thing we have to a universal language, math. That's his speciality, and he's able to identify the patterns in that huge data dump that they give us in that one scene. Mm -hmm. It was like at the time when the bomb goes off, yeah. Um, And he's able to detect this pattern and corroborate, like you know, between the two things and realize time is the most important thing although not in the way we think about it right because we think of time is so important Mm -hmm. they don't because of the whole non-linear thing and everything like that. so even though he's bad at communicating in the linguistic sense he still has his own moment in the sun right where like you know he's like the the closest thing we have like i said to a universal language is math and Mm -hmm. math is what wins the day right
0: uh, yeah. Well, yes. Like, he's the one that, like you said, that he uncovers, like, like it's the whole thing, or at least part of it, because mm-hmm. there's gonna be 12. But, the, what's funny about that, too, is he's the, he's super smart. Yes. He knows... But, in the end, he has a hard time with the communication. Yes. Um, and it's because it's that whole thing where she tells him, basically, reveals to him at some... They get married and have a kid at some point. Yes. She reveals to him sometime after the fact... That their kid is going to die. Yep. But she has the kid anyway, and never told him that earlier. And he, like, I, we assume he obviously has some sort of breakdown because yes. of that and is, is no longer present. But
1: that's layer upon layer of fucked up, too. Yeah. Because the way it's presented to us, uh, in the linear sense of like the chronological part of them going on exploring this whole thing And she's learning the language and, and the aliens are still on Earth. Because ultimately they end up leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing she realizes, or the first choice she is able to decipher, is that she loses him because he tells her about the daughter dying. Right. Um, which is also comes shortly after she first realizes that these memories aren't memories, they're the future. Mm-hmm. And she's able to put two and two together and realize then that he's the one she's meant to marry. And then the final thing is when, at the end of the movie, when she decides to commit to being with him because she knows the future is for them to be together, she still goes through with it. Right. Because she still could have made a choice.
0: Does she create a paradox if she doesn't? Like
1: That's the question. Yeah. So, but I, I think, I guess technically she would, but I think that the understanding of the language and understanding of what's going on, she understands that she has to do it.
0: Hmm. That is that is a tough one, or that
1: the choice she's basically made the choice subconsciously before that anyway. Right. So this is just a reaffirmation of that choice.
0: Right. So let's get let, let's dive a little bit deeper into this. So just to give an explanation here, so the the whole point is we find out that their their language is circula- is circular. Yes. And um, they like they, they see things in the future as well as in the beginning. Like it it all revolves around like this.
1: Time's a flat circle.
0: Right exactly and so she's she starts to the there's a they touch on like a theory like if you consume yourself with the language that you begin to understand it yes. fully and like you you think in that language and, and
1: that she as far as anyone has committed it to herself because right. of her ability with linguistics to begin with and mm-hmm. the way that her analytical mind works whereas ian donnelly's character that character he Gets just enough of it to do what he needs to do, yeah. But isn't fully committed to learning it in the way that she is, and that's right. what holds him back. Because if he did, he would understand, right? He wouldn't end up leaving, you'd think, right?
0: Probably not if he if he knew, but or if a that's the best thing, he has to.
1: Well, he has to because he doesn't commit to learning it. That's what I'm saying,
0: right? But if he he can't at this point, that, that, that's the weird thing. Where's the decision in this case? Right? It's, it's, you don't it's, get it's to impossible make it, to tell. That's where that yeah, like was it like the like it's like boot. Bootstrap paradox, something like that, like that circle. So from the Astronomy Trek <laughs> website, the the bootstrap paradox is a theoretical paradox of time travel that occurs when an object or piece of information sent back in time becomes trapped within an infinite cause effect loop in which the item no longer has a discernible point of origin and is said to be uncaused or self-created. And that's like that, that's this whole thing, right? She, if she knows what's going to happen in the future, she has to. Abide by that, but if she doesn't abide by that, then she couldn't have known what's going to happen. So she is in this loop. We're all in this loop. I like that's what the whole concept yes. is. So I guess you have to to accept the movie at face value. You have to like buy into like oh, okay, we have to we have to decide for this movie this is the way things are.
1: Yeah, which is fair. I'm fine I mean, with that. You already have to have a certain level of suspension of disbelief. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, and in order for this to maintain any sort of logical integrity, you have to understand, the, like, the presupposition that she understands the choice and understands that that's the only choice to be made. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. that it isn't really a choice because the choices that she has made or is making are... She's not consciously making the choice. It's a subconscious choice that's being made, and what she's doing is simply understanding the choice. Right. After the choice has been made. So weird. Yeah, right? exactly. It's, just, ah,
0: it's one of those it makes your, he- your brain melt. Yes. Um... That's <laughs> that's, uh, that's what is that that what was that the uh, bootstrap Sorry, paradox. The
1: question, Shut the fuck
0: up, Alexa. Alexa uh, clearly wants to chime in. That was she a. Hot... did not
1: even have anything useful to say though.
0: Do we didn't even say anything remotely close to no, her. No, that's why I said
1: this happens at least once when I'm. here You know what
0: though? This is it's recorded. Amazing. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna listen, and I'm gonna find what series of sounds makes her
1: react. Presupposition. No, it wasn't that. Okay trap. <laughs> <laughs> choices. Yeah.
0: it's a circle. Um, it's a circle. So another not a square. Uh, <laughs> uh, with the with all this communication in place, there's a, a a subtle thing here. The bird, there's a bird in a bird cage when they're inside of the ship, yes. right? And they're speaking with the, They're trying to communicate for the, the, time uh, with the, the
1: so-called uh, coal miner uh, bird.
0: Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yes, like an area in the coal mine.
1: Yes. I remember cause I, was, I watched this movie with my brother and I I explained that to him Okay. because he was wondering about it.
0: So like with that, um, it's it's cool because it's like the bird communicates something to them. Like this whole thing, like if, if you break it down, like to the smell was,
1: was the bird. Did the bird like go nuts when the bomb was there? Is that what?
0: No, no. Oh, you're the talking bird like, what the made her realize there that she could take the well, yeah. The... And, yes. and like be clear with them. Like, that oh, is the whole know, point of it. Looks yes. over. Oh, it's safe in here. Like, yeah, it was. It was at face value. Yes. It was. But I actually I want to go back and rewatch it because I'm curious. In earlier scenes in the movie, when she's with her daughter and she draws, you you see the, the her draw the picture early on of um, her mom and dad. I don't remember at that time seeing the bird because I wasn't paying attention or looking for it. But if it's there, that's your. I think that's your only hint, up front, that it, this happens after.
1: Was the there advanced. a bird in the picture? I really is, the Later picture. on, there is. Okay.
0: It, it, they like Once you already understand what's going on, they focus in on I've it. I've been
1: trying to think about it as we've been talking about it here. Um, and I can't... I know that I figured it out well before it was revealed. But what I'm struggling to remember is whether or not... Or exactly what point it was. Do you remember when you figured out in the movie that what she was seeing... Those memories of the daughter weren't memories they refused future. Do you know? Do you remember what? what time I don't it was?
0: remember the point at which that happened for me.
1: Do, do you remember? Like, was it quite close to when they revealed it, or was it? Yeah, it was. significantly earlier. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't much earlier. If any. Yeah. I mean, I definitely didn't get it in the beginning. Like, yeah. what
1: you're possibly laying out, right? Oh, um, I, mean, I didn't. Yeah, but right. I figured it out. I think a, a fair bit before it was revealed. What I, yeah. whatever, what, what I recognized a little closer, but I did. I, I did get it a couple of minutes before. Um, was the thing about. Oh, it's Jeremy Renner and he didn't tell her. Yeah. She didn't tell her. Yeah. Like, I got that. Yeah. Uh, Well, but I'm saying that that was the big one. Yeah, but that was pretty close before. But, uh, well, see, I think that the idea of that it's the future and not the past, that was the bigger reveal, although it's more subtly revealed. Um,. But yeah, I, I actually, I, I clued into that pretty early on. And I was like happy with myself once. Yeah. I always love that when I feel like the movie is purposely trying to fool you it's and helping, you figure it helping out. helping did fix it out. And they did, do, they did do a good job of that. Yeah. Um, the two big twists, those being it, because um, like, I, I would say the, what you might consider like the third twist is her making the call to General Shang. Yeah. That's telegraphed a bit ahead of time. And it's kind of a corollary to the fact that that's the future. Right. Um, or the fact that she sees it in the future, um, before it actually happens. But, um, those other two were pretty big twists that they did a, I thought a pretty good job of masking, whereas a lot that's of times a- when movies try and, like, have a twist like that, it's like, you see it coming a mile away.
0: Yeah, and, well, and that's the thing too, like, when when it's revealed, like, that's they, they slowly build you up to figuring it out on your own, like you're saying, and you do figure it out, and then they do, like... For the people that were on their phone watching the movie, then they do the point. Those people I don't understand. Yeah, then they, that's the, the point where they tell you, and I appreciate and if that's that.
1: That's the type of person you are. Don't watch this movie. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously, you don't. If deserve you're still it. listening to this right now, <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I like that too. Like it, it lets you, it, it lets you, it helps you figure it out. It doesn't hold your hand the whole way, just slightly, it's and it like, doesn't lie to you. It's like, hey, look over here,
1: right? Because <laughs> like you have some movies that have the unreliable narration mm-hmm. where the narrator like actually lies to you right i think that's kind of a cheap
0: yeah trick i I'll don't mind
1: them trying to obscure and a because like you have like a movie like like memento which mm. is on the borderline between leaving the clues and lying yeah and then they peel it back that first time you see a glimpse of him sitting in the chair in the in the flashback that's walking the hairy line yeah um, the one, movies that, like, actually, and I'm struggling even now to think of one that is the case, but I know I've been there where it's, like, it's almost like you've been outright lied to. Mm-hmm. That irritates well, me because that's weak storytelling.
0: Yeah, like, I Memento is a good example of what you're saying, but I just, just to point out, that movie is hinged on the whole, the way that that story is told. Because it's really, it's Definitely. an interesting thing because that movie is, if you play it linearly from the point where the actual story begins at the end of the... It's, it's hard to... Hard yeah, if you start say, at the chronological story. It's actually... It's still an okay movie, if you really think about yeah, it. But then if you... But it's, but, it's relatively but easy. Like, the the way that it's delivered makes it a brilliant movie. Yes. And, like, on my list. Like, it's up there. It was It's, really, to, it's probably top ten I'm really
1: glad me. that that was one of the ones... If, if we had had the podcast at that time, that would have been we, yeah, one of Yeah, we would have definitely like done the, that. You have me sit down and watch it, and, like, we talk about it afterwards. <laughs> like, um, that was a really good movie... Um, I know you've said that you didn't love Insomnia per se, but I've yet yeah. to encounter a Nolan movie I didn't like.
0: Yeah, I'm curious if you watch that. There's no... It's funny, Insomnia feels like... I don't. We're getting off track, but I don't really care that much. Uh, insomnia <laughs> feels more like you're... Uh, it hints almost that there's a twist, but there isn't.
1: So that'd be the first... Non Batman Nolan movie that didn't have a twist. Yeah, it's
0: unless unless I'm like missing something about it, which is possible. Right, because like Me- Memento, uh,
1: yeah, for, and for people who haven't seen it, I'm not I'm not going to spoil these yeah. things. Uh, Memento has its storytelling device twist. Um, the Prestige has its doppelganger twist. Um, Inception has the whole twist around the totem, mm-hmm. which is kind of it's not exactly a twist, but it's... It could be. It was an up
0: to you thing that I was yes. perfectly okay with. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I'm totally fine. It, but it is. I would think you would lump that under like the whole idea of like a twist because like it's the whole idea that what you've been given aren't necessarily 100 percent the facts. Right. Like, there could be an alternative way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's important. And for I'm, you from what like I understand, there it. is a fair bit of a twist in Interstellar. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I am functionally aware of some of the details of that movie. I not love all that of it. I've tried to avoid it as much as possible, even in the com- came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. I still very much want to see it.
0: Um, all right, so back back on arrival,
1: if you're if you're listening to this and are upset by this this tangent, then i I don't know what you other uh, <laughs> you've been listening to, because this um, is kind of our thing
0: but but all right, so back back on arrival though, um like plot devices and the actual story aside, I had an issue with the two main characters. Okay. And I think that is that I don't care for either of those uh, actors. I thought and you were talking actresses. about. Abort and
1: Costello. Abort, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep making that abort joke and no one's gonna get don't it. Don't even care. It. It. Yeah, I'm that's not gonna you. have to
0: reach out. You have to reach, reach out, out, out if you want it and you sp- have to ask that question plus another. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't particularly care for Amy Adams. No, and I don't. I like her. I don't particularly care for goodness. Jeremy Renner either. Like they're both just—they're both just there to me. I—I I know that sounds really mean. No, but they, just, feel, they just don't do it for me.
1: I feel more that way about Jeremy Renner. I would—I would mostly. I lump her in
0: the same category of actors. I like
1: her. Uh, she was really good in, in um, American Hustle. I liked her in that.
0: I—I De- I would say she was decent. It didn't. She again. She didn't. There's just something about her. Like, I don't know if it's the way that... I thought she was going to this, she, she too. I, mean, I just didn't really do it for me. I think it she never plays... Really does.
1: She plays a melancholy character in a melancholy movie. Yeah. So, but... No, I like her in general. Um, I don't have... I, I didn't have a problem with her performance in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she played it to what she was supposed to, and I thought it was an interesting character. It wasn't an exciting character, but I thought it was an interesting one.
0: Sure. It just wasn't... There's just something about it that doesn't sit... With me, like I just like I'm, I I watch it. And I'm like, oh, this movie's really good. But that,
1: <laughs> oh wait, 21st what 21st. do you have to say? We have internet.
0: Hey! <laughs> it's back. Hey um, guys,
1: we've re we, uh, in real time. We've re-entered the 21st century. It's a circle.
0: Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a square.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, she she doesn't do it for me neither. To say that's really that's really all I gotta say about that. No, I, no, I, and no, I will no, continue no. to see movies that they're in and and hope that that turns around for me. Well, the other thing is that like,
1: you don't say. I'm going to go see the new Jeremy Renner flick. No. Um, He is... Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye. He's... He is forever Hawkeye. He's Ben Affleck's friend in the town. (laughs) Hawkeye.
0: (laughs) He's Hawkeye in the town. No, he's... He's Hawkeye in a rival. He's he's, he's, he's
1: douchebag Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye's douchebag uh, younger brother. Oh my god. um, No, I... um, I not, I wouldn't say that like I overtly like enjoy his performances in general, but I don't have a problem with. It. I think he does that role good of like just supporting character like it. Yeah, like he's gonna show up and do his thing. Well, that's the thing.
0: He's not. He's not like a Michael he's Shannon. A, he's a me. lunch pal. Athlete. I don't. He's not there, and I go. I don't know if I want to see this because he's in it. I really. I I appall- I hate on this guy for some reason. It's I don't know what it is. He's but your Ben Affleck. He is. Uh, and when he's in the movie, it deters me from wanting to see the movie. Really, which is upsetting. That much? Yeah, and uh, Jeremy Renner is not that. If he's in there, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is just a fact. Yeah, it, never, it fine. It's neither it's neither a positive or negative impact on my desire to see this film. He's just
1: to to use sports parlance, he's a jag.
0: If he was, just, I don't just a guy, just a guy. But if he was the main character, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I would necessarily feel upset. I would just well, be like, okay, wouldn't, if the, wouldn't if the rest, be the main character. That's yeah, I guess that's, that's yeah, that's true.
1: Because he couldn't he couldn't carry the leading role.
0: How was he in that born movie. Didn't see it. His birds are going nuts right
1: now. Yeah. Are we about to die? <laughs> oh,
0: they, are we in a coal mine? Are they freaking out? <laughs> are we in a coal oh, mine? No, let's worry when it goes silent. That's yeah, well, <laughs> that's when we'll freak out. Um, um,
1: no, but um, even like Jeremy Renner in um the Mission Impossible movie, like he was fine in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's his yep. role. He's the right-hand man. He is supporting actor. Yeah. Jeremy Renner. He is. But it's unfortunate to bring it back to to fans of the podcast. He's Hugo Weaving without Hugo Weaving's acting chops. I totally think Hugo could handle the leading role. Yeah. I don't think Jeremy Renner could. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I didn't see the Bourne movie because it wasn't Matt Damon. It wasn't.
0: Matt Damon. Yeah,
1: Matt Damon. Uh, It wasn't a real Bourne movie. And those movies are. I have enough issues with them as it is because I. I'm a huge Robert Ludlum fan, and I loved the trilogy of books, Right, and those movies are not those books. Like, it's not even like they change things. (laughs) What? The the first movie is like 50%, maybe less, like, accurate to the book, and the other two have no basis in anything that was in the other books at all, so... Okay. To, uh, get that little bit of rent out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can see the rage behind Al's eyes. Oh, it is.
1: No, they, like butchered those. They butchered those for story.
0: <laughs> um, the, I think that's, that. that there's one uh, One other funny thing that it's just, it's just a communication again. It's like, universal sign for hey look out. It's like, you, <laughs> is, you point at something, like, you're like, gah, like thing, which, depending on your expression when you do that, the person doesn't look, they know run. Yes. Like, run away. And, uh, Abbott, abort. abort. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like there's a bomb on their ship, and he's just like he's like tapping the glass. He's like, "Yo, yo, hey. yo!" And he's like pointing. He's like, "The <laughs> thing,
1: the thing over there."
0: <laughs> it's it's really funny, and it's like it's for whatever reason that one tentacle has so much
1: emotion <laughs> as it's doing that. And then, oh my god, the what, bomb when the think? bomb goes off. Talking about it, I'm so sad. Talking about emotion, uh, and it was cool that they, they used some sort of telekinetic power to like throw them out of the ship. I didn't really get. Didn't that. Didn't they order did, like the ship like tip because they were like they didn't run they were like thrown
0: out. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. I don't know if it was like somehow they pushed force through. That's what that's what I thought yeah, it was. That, it was like kind of like a telekinetic called, like,
1: like burst. Which, but that's the only time we see that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of emotion, even like you could feel the emotion when she comes and asks about whichever was abort yeah. or Costello it Was that
0: ap- died. Did it abort die? Uh? I'm pretty sure. 90% positive. The only reason I'm second-guessing it is you asked after I said he died.
1: <laughs> well, it, I, I honestly don't remember. I just remember it was the one of the two. Yeah. And even in that moment, like, the thing just does its little tentacle thing and, like, jizzed out its, like, symbol. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Get inked. <laughs> and it's, like, even in that moment, it's like, wow, that was... It's real. Yeah. Like, I can't read facial express- expressions. Yeah. I can't see it, like... Yeah, like, what t- like... I don't see tears coming down its like face. Like, and that's... And you feel the emotion. Which of. they did a he really good job. It. Like,
0: that's communication. Again, like, they're communicating with the audience through this character that is not a real thing and making you feel something. Good job, guys. Right? Yeah. Like, I really... I was like, oh, no, no, no.
1: And what no, do you think... No, I mean, let's just talk about, like... That. No. <laughs> <laughs> did you just call him a bot? a <laughs> bot. <Yeah, I thought. laughs> um... Well, like since we're like talking about like the bomber thing, what did you think about um, that whole secondary storyline of people in the military? Like n- not the, like about the military specifically, but like there was this talk about there was this factions of of humans. Not even like the fact that like the Chinese weren't being cooperative within their own agencies. Like that they had people who just wanted to get rid of the aliens. Yeah, like the, no, I don't want to see whether or not they're friendly. Like they. Suicide bomb because the, they didn't strap a bomb to the chest and run in there, but they fought their own compatriots at yeah. the bottom to make sure the bomb was going to go off in the right. ship. Like, what did you think about that? That storyline because I, I I thought that was a you, curious know way that, to who, go. you know what
0: I think about that. It's like there we go fucking things up again. Well, like that's yeah. that's how I human thought. nature. What yeah. a bitch. Bunch of spinchuns sitting at the bottom, right. bottom of the ship. No, no, they don't even get <laughs> They don't even get the honor of being
1: called a spinchun. And yes, that insult is an honorific. Yeah, that
0: that. <laughs> That bothered me, but it's just like, it, it, it bothered me, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's about right.
1: Well, it was, because uh, you were saying, like, yeah, good job. I, it wasn't, I thought that was a good way to look at kind of the alternative facets of the human mm. nature, right? Like, that, so we have people in other cultures who aren't getting, yeah, those birds are pretty... The canary specific. in the coal mine. Yeah. It's great. Um, the... We had the whole thing with like the Chinese aren't agreeing and being helpful, and the Russians aren't being helpful, and everyone's kind of got their thumbs up their asses. And we have people who are supposed to be on board here, right? They are part of this group. We've right. seen progress. Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah. And they still want to sabotage these things at their own selfish goals. And like, and what even were those goals other than pure xenophobia, right? Yeah and we're going to sacrifice our own lives and blow them up. And this is...
0: God, and... you said up. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. That would have been a
0: real different movie.
1: What, what, was, <laughs> what, what, what was the alternative? What was they going to say?
0: Just stop at them. Blow those <laughs> things? <laughs> blow them? I was like, whoa! You're
1: gonna blow those things? <laughs> there was
0: like a slight pause. I was like, where's he going with this? It's like a weird movie. It was dramatic effect, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Miscommunication. <yeah>. Bru- <laughs> Bring it around. <laughs>
1: Time's a flat circle, man. (laughs) As as we've opened this discussion, I guess that's gonna be our death blow too. Yeah. Um,
0: Every time we have this conversation, we have that the same way. (laughs) um, Otherwise, the universe will implode on itself. I'm not sure what the consequence is if I go against my actions. If I did, did I do it in the past as well?
1: (sighs) (laughs) No, you already made the choice when you opened that first beer. You just didn't realize (laughs) it. It melts my brain. Um, well, considering the fact that you just put a bullet in the brain of this, that thought, um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we close up?
0: Um, no. I think that's it for me.
1: Okay. You have anything else there? No, I'm good.
0: Alright, so that's been episode seven of Flicks and a Six, a Spin Tune production. Check out SpinTune.com to catch a new episode every Monday and a new article every Thursday. If you want to keep this conversation going, you can reach us at the TheSpinTune on Twitter and Facebook. Or email thespinchoon at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-S-P-I-N-C-H-O-O-N. If you want to know what all that abort talk was about.
1: Email us. Tweet drop us. Drop us a
0: line. Yeah, and we'll... Uh, Find us on Facebook. We'll hook you up. But um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Really appreciate it. I Even if the bird was chirping the entire time. And the cats. And the cats are freaking the hell <laughs> out. Uh, have a good one.
1: All right.